Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hour number two commences now, the final hour of the week, and we are on the downward slope to the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs> uh, 1E. I, I want to... I think we should. I think we need to get that clip, and that's the last thing you hear before we get off the air. There we you, go. Yeah, we can make we, that we happen. Could close Coach out Mike. with that. Yeah. There we go. I we'll like get, that. We'll make Coach Mike get that set up for next week. That's that's good. Oh man, tell you what, we have been super blessed to be able to talk with Jeff him this season on Fridays, and we are so excited to talk about the Nashville Sounds and. I'm sure he's excited to talk about them because they're a lot of fun to watch right now, Mo. <laughs> yeah, um, fifteen to four win last night over at Charlotte. Um, I don't want to steal too much of Jeff's thunder, but you know that win tied a franchise record with their fifteenth straight, originally set back in nineteen ninety nine, and then tied in twenty eighteen, and set a couple of season highs, set a franchise record last night, and. They improved to twenty-one and five on the year with that win, which is the um, the best record in franchise history through their first twenty-six games. So, yeah, if if you're not enjoying this, then I don't know what you're doing with your life. So, with that, Jeff Ham from a from a hotel room in Charlotte. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good to be with you again this week. And yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty fun ride the last few weeks and uh, appreciate the chance to catch up with you guys again and talk about it a little bit. And for the record, we did not exclude Jeff from last week's show because of his shots at Mo's age. It was just because <laughs> um, we only did an hour long show and badly at that from spring fling last week. So um, Jeff, don't take that personally. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not as thin skinned as some people might think, but well, and, and for the for the record, if we're, if we're letting the record show here, I, I did not take any shots at your age. Uh, <laughs> if you, you know, you may have chosen to insert uh, your age as a subject of conversation <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I, I don't consider myself as young as I would like to be able to consider myself either. So uh, I, I know what it's like to ride on that boat. <laughs> well, thanks for the company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. Misery loves company. Absolutely. Um, offense, not an issue for this team right now. Oh, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, 
for a 15 game winning streak, you know, you guys know the game of baseball. You can't get that many wins in a row with just one or two guys who are hot. But what's amazing and fun to watch about this offense right now is it's not, um, it, there's nothing that feels lucky about it or, you know, oh, we caught this hot streak or this ball's bouncing in or we're hitting these balls that are fair by a foot and everything's kind of going right. This is a, it's a methodical offense. It, and, and I will say Columbus and Charlotte, the two teams we've seen on this road trip, um, have been thin on their pitching. And the Sounds offense is a group, no matter who they're playing, that is going to make you work. You know, if you're if you're trying to nibble around the edges, they're not going to chase very much. They're going to make you bring it to them, and it's been a combination of uh, really disciplined hitting and attacking when they do get something to hit in the zone, and combining that with a couple of pitching staffs who are prone to walk guys, and so guys are coming up left and right with men on base because they're being given some free bases, and then when there's a chance to put a good swing on a ball. Uh, these guys are not missing the barrel at all, um, you know, but it's it's not like there are two or three guys who are just out of their minds hitting 700 right now on this winning streak. It's it's one through nine. Everybody's just taking their turn. They're they're having a quality at bat. It's um, it's just a really uh, disciplined, methodical approach. I mean, we're seeing guys we're, we're seeing the team score early. They're scoring in the middle uh, they're scoring late. They're scoring a run here, two there, a two out, two run single here. I mean, it's just they're just wearing down the opposition, and then they're they're combining that with a couple of pitching staffs who can't afford to be worn down, and it's led to some lopsided games like last night. It, it's been pretty fun to watch because, you know, I said this the other night. I mean, Zach Green has been a good example. He had five home runs in the six games in Columbus. And on one of the nights, the at-bat after he had hit this long home run, uh, you know he's feeling good, he's hot. You know, guys, when they hit one, they want to hit another one. Well, he gets into a three-and-one count. And the fifth pitch of that sequence was close, but it was off the plate. And he took it. He took the walk. He ended up being driven in by somebody else that inning. And I think as a hitter, I mean, anybody who's played the game at whatever level uh, if you're hot and you think a ball is going to be anywhere close, you're thinking, well, I'm, I'm in such a groove right now. I'm just going to take a rip at almost anything, and I feel like I'll get a hit. These guys aren't doing that. They're taking the walk if it's there, and they're letting somebody else drive them in. And it's, it's been pretty cool to see. There's an unselfishness to this lineup right now. You said that you faced a couple of pitching staffs that are prone to walks. Last night, the Sounds drew 14 walks, which set a single-game franchise record. Um, also, obviously, a season high. The 15 runs that they scored in the 15-4 victory is a season high. They And you talked about scoring early, middle, late. You're up 15 nothing before the Knights finally got on the board in the bottom of the sixth inning. So you're certainly doing your damage when, when the opportunities present themselves. Yeah, and I think last night's another good example, too, that the pitching has been really good. I mean, the Sounds are not winning. Most of these games, they're not winning 10-9 to or 11-10. to The the team ERA is well under three during this 15-game winning streak, while the offense is averaging, I think it's like six and a half runs a game right now during the streak. uh, The the pitching staff is not giving up very much. So, you know, most of these wins uh, have not been – Weakers. I mean, we, we talked in that Gwinnett series a couple of weeks ago. That was a close series. That, that was a six-game series where five of them were one-run games, and the, the exception was a two-run game. But on this road trip, 
it's been it's been more lopsided and and, and to the point you just made these, these pitching staffs that the sounds are seeing are giving out some walks uh, they're a little overmatched it seems and our guys are taking full advantage like like uh, like good offenses do and they're not they're not going to chase just because they're because they're getting impatient or they don't want to draw that third walk in a row, they're instead saying, okay, let's load them up and let the guy behind me knock somebody in. So that's, it's, it's quite a group to watch right now. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Jeff Hem, voice of the Nashville Sounds. And when you, uh, you say, you know, not everybody from, it's not just one or two people getting hot, but you guys do have three or four right now. When you're when you think about Jace Peterson, who hit I think at least two home runs against the Gwinnett Stripers when I was in attendance in the two games I was there. I know he hit home runs, so he may have hit more <laughs> when I wasn't there. But and on top of Zach Green, but Jace Peterson and um, uh, let's see, it's um, Corey Ray who has been fantastic recently. This is a this is a lineup that seems to be hitting all of its strides at the right time. That being said, you don't win without pitching, and this team has got a bunch of great pitchers as well. Yeah, I mean, the offense and the pitching are are really similar in the sense that they're, you've got a couple of guys who are like Jace Peterson, like you mentioned. They've got some big league time under their belt. They, they know what they're doing at AAA and certainly have that on the pitching staff. Last night, Josh Lindblom made his first appearance since uh, he was designated by the Brewers, and he's on his own individual mission to get himself back to the big leagues where he, he knows he belongs. Um, but then tonight, we've got the kid, Aaron Ashby, going 23 years old and just turned 23, and he's had a couple of really good starts uh, on this on this road trip. So, um, you know, the younger guys and the more veteran guys are, are both on the pitching staff and in the lineup. Everybody's making it look really easy right now. And, um, you know, I, I think about uh, Luke Maley, who's done a great job with catching these guys and then starting to produce himself offensively, guys who's had a little bit of big league time this year. And, and he was on my pregame show last night and, and he said, I, I'm not going to try to take any credit here, these pitchers are just really good right now and they're making it look easy. And he said it, it's it's a hard game to play, but sometimes if you don't make it too complicated, you can do yourself a favor. And I feel like these guys right now are just uh, taking a really simple approach with this thing because they're in such a rhythm that uh, they, don't, they don't need to overthink anything at this point. Yeah, Aaron Ashby, you just mentioned a 3-9-2 ERA, 2-0 in five starts. Uh Opponents are hitting just 197 against him. And on top of him, Zach Godley has been ungodly. <laughs> I mean, 3 yeah, 0 really in three starts. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I've, I've said this a couple of times on, on the air, too. I mean, all these guys individually, of course, they're trying to get to the big leagues. So, from an individual, pure standpoint, um, they're worried about their own game. They're so close to the big leagues. A lot of these guys have been there. They're trying to get back. They're trying to stay in the example of Godley. Um, but from a sound standpoint, every good AAA team that I've ever seen has at least a couple of Zach Godley type guys where they just, they, they can start, they can relieve. They can go two innings if you're running thin in the bullpen. They can start and they can go five. And we've seen Godley do that. And if he were called up tomorrow, uh, there's no doubt in my mind he could go up there and give the Brewers a couple of innings. He's just consistent. 
He throws strikes. He doesn't throw 99. He's just, you, you know what you're going to get. I think both AAA and big league managers love those kind of guys on their staff, especially in this era of, uh, of, of hard throwers around the game, but not always guys who know exactly where it's going. I think big league managers and AAA managers love to know that in their back pocket they've got guys like a godly uh, who are just going to fill up the strike zone and uh, they're going to do it with movement. They're going to do it with mixing it up and they're going to get it done. And, and that's godly. I mean, he's, we've got so many guys on this team who have really good change-ups and it makes their their 92 to 94 mile per hour fastball seem like 95 to 97 because these hitters don't know when the changeup's going to come, and it's just such an equalizer. And again, it goes back to my point: they're throwing strikes, and they're not they're not overcomplicating things. Uh, they're, they're they're taking a really simple approach. They've got good catchers on this team, uh, a good pitching coach, and Jim Henderson. He he knows what it's like to battle the AAA, and then he got to the big leagues and had success up there. So he's a perfect guy to draw from his own experiences to help these guys uh, who are at this level, whether it's their first time or their sixth time at AAA. So it is, it's all coming together with it, with the different mix of, of talent on this team. And, um, and then, like I said, they're facing some opponents who seem a little thin on their side on arms. And it's an offense that's going to take advantage of that. So all you can do is play whoever they throw out there against you. We are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Nashville Sounds play-by-play voice Jeff Hem. Um, Jeff, you guys get it going at six oh four, six oh four tonight over at Charlotte in the fourth game of the six-game series. As you mentioned, Aaron Ashby gets the ball for the Sounds two and zero with a three nine two. Right-hander Mike Wright one and one with a two seven four for the Knights getting the start um followed with a 604 game on saturday finishing up sunday at 105 all these are central time starts and then returning to first horizon park on tuesday for a six-game series against indianapolis yeah and uh indianapolis a pirates affiliate this is another team just like charlotte here where the sounds and if you go way back they have played some of these teams like it was with, with, with Gwinnett, the sounds had never played a a braves triple a team and and they'd never played a, a white sox triple a team they'd been a white sox triple a team back in the mid 90s but had never played one until uh this year but the sounds and charlotte had played as double a teams back in the day and now we're going to see uh, Indianapolis, an old American Association team next week, but a, a Pirates affiliate, so I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah, you, you kind of chuckled, and I did the same thing on the 604. When I saw the sketch, I was like, what, 604? What are... And then I realized that that's, that's 704 local time, and the area code here in it's Charlotte 704. is 704. Uh... So they're doing that. And, 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 and we're guilty. We do it, – it, it doesn't sound as odd when we do it because our area code ends at a 5, but we do some Sunday night. 615 games later in the year for the 615. So uh, this is their version of that here in Charlotte. Uh, but yeah, when you say that, when you say it in the central time, it's like, oh, four. Why, why, oh, four? But uh, that's that's why. So a so, little bit uh, of an inside joke on the Knights part there. I like it now that I understand yeah. it. Yeah. Funny how that yeah. works. Uh, Jeff, you know, the one thing that's fascinating when you see a team at the minor league level get off to a start or put together a streak like the sounds have is you know how quickly it can go from sugar to something else. A couple of injuries up top 
and all of a sudden your roster gets ravaged and instead of playing with, you know, some of those AAA veterans and, and guys that are on the way up, you're playing with some guys that maybe aren't quite ready to be here. And if you're not careful, that 15 wins in a row can turn into something else. No doubt. No doubt. AAA rosters can change on a dime. And, and we, you know, we've already seen it uh, get a little thin in this series. The other night, we lost Corey Ray and Dustin Peterson uh, to different injuries mid-game. And they're, gonna, they're both going to miss a few weeks. Corey Ray's dealing with uh, kind of like a, a hip flexor issue. He, he came up lame running the bases the other night early in the game. Uh, it was the the, uh, the Tuesday game, and then Dustin Peterson talking about guys who throw hard but don't know where it's going. Charlotte had one of those on the mound in the ninth inning, and Dustin Peterson got hit on his left hand, and he's going to miss a few weeks. So um, you know, it's and and with the Olympic qualifying tournament going on this week, we are without Logan Forsythe, who's with Team USA, and Ernan Perez, who is with Team Venezuela. I, we do expect to get those guys back next week so yeah it's i mean it's to your point about how triple a can change quickly uh the last couple of nights the only guy available for rick sweet on the bench has been our our second catcher so it's it's been thin but um i think we've got some reinforcements coming in the next few days at least whether this series or certainly next week at home uh and then the you know the interesting thing i know we talked about keston here a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago um uh, the, the brewers are at a tough spot with that right now because he he hit everything with us he went back up, and he has not been hitting up there. And I don't know what they're going to do. If they're going to send him down, they're trying to get him right up there right now, and they're they're facing a Diamondbacks team that's got some righties going, so they're, they're sitting Keston more for that because they've got a left-handed first baseman option up there and Daniel Vogel back too. So, you know, who, who knows what that looks like with Hira. I don't know if they'll send him down. Uh, you know, and again, it's from a pure style standpoint, that's a nice addition to your lineup, but that's not what the goal is here for a guy like Kira, who's that talented. But, um, you know, the roster is always going to have that, that ebb and flow. And uh, we, we know we'll get some reinforcements next week and we'll see what, what the brewers do. There, there've been rumblings and some articles up there that a guy like Zach Green could get a chance up there. Uh, and he's been playing some first base here the last couple of nights. And I don't know what they're going to do with Keston Hira. So that's a, a puzzle that they're trying to trying to figure out right now up in Milwaukee, and we've just got to have to let it play out down here. That's minor league baseball. That's why I love yep. it. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you, you never know from not in to not out. I mean, it, it's like, you know, the Braves said that they send Camargo down because they needed D- Davidson to throw, you know, last night and this, that, and the other. It just you never know who you're going to get, when you're going to get them, and that's that's one of the beauties of minor league baseball is. Unless you're trying to cover it. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There's that. And I don't know how. I don't that know just how. means you got more storylines, Mo. Oh, you know well, that, how that works. I, so you got a new guy to go talk to. Oh no, no question. I had Adam McAlvey and and um and Tom Hodricord on speed dial pretty much when I was covering the sounds, and they were the, the Brewers AAA. So yeah, um, Jeff Ham, voice of the Nashville Sounds, joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Sounds finish up their series tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday over at Charlotte. Return home Tuesday for a six game series against Indianapolis. Jeff, tell folks where they can find the broadcast. Uh, ESPN 94.9 and uh, 95.1 for those in the Murfreesboro area. And then there's also the MILB First Pitch app as well. All right. 
We appreciate your time as always, and uh, thanks for not taking any shots at Mo's age this week. No, Mo's 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 one of the youngest guys and most good looking guys I know. Stop it! That's what we're talking about right there. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much, man. See you guys. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Atlanta Braves and uh, some other things. There's some some things we need to talk about. So, uh, also SEC eligibility issues, and we'll have uh, T. Willie in the last segment. So, we will get to all that and more in the last two segments of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Come back with us. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.